Hello, hello, hello. This is Kelly. I'm Danielle. I'm Keely. And welcome to Aguda Murder Podcast, where you'll hear about sharp kills and cheesy thrills. All right, all right, all right. And here we are again. This is Aguda Murder Podcast, where we talk about sharp kills and cheesy thrills. My name's Kelly, and I'm joined here with my Gouda gals, Danielle and Keely. Hey. Wow. Hello, hello. Oh, my goodness. I don't know about you guys, but I had a fantastical weekend. Visiting. I heard. Yeah, oh. visiting, visiting. I was up in Wisconsin. Wow. Ooh, the well, land, the Wisconsin. home of the free of the family, fam damly. Family, the mozzarella, and the cheese pants. Yes, and cheese pants. All the cheese. We actually didn't have that much cheese, but I did did have moonshine pickles with with the family, and those were... The bomb down there. Never. Bomb. I've had moonshine cherries, not pickles. That's oh actually really good. Actually. Kelly's they been talking so about good. pickle vodka um, at I work. And I was like, I heard her say pickle candle. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, a I pickle think, handle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm screaming. And I thought she said pickle candle. And so I was like, you can find that on Etsy. Like, there's a girl that makes weird flavored yeah, scented sure. candles all the I'm time. Sure. Yeah. She goes, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's like, you said like, candle. Like, what are you talking about? A handle. I was like, gosh. Oh, yeah, man. I'm talking about uh, how my, one of my very favorite vodkas, I'm not really a big vodka drinker, but I love pickle flavored vodka. And we can only find, only, <laughs> Jesus Christ, mm. we can only find them, or I can only find them in like these little tiny pickle shooters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I found little, them at Hy-Vee today. Yeah, these little 99 <laughs> brands, and I've been trying to find a handle or a fifth, or whatever you want, a hundred, or seventy. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. I don't know. How much vodka do you need? Wild. I need more. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so yeah, this weekend was a wonderful up in Wisconsin camping with the family. Got to get all the visits with the brother, and the sister-in-law, and the cousins, and the mom and dad, and it was it was amazing. I'm really disappointed that you're not still talking in your Wisconsin ask- oh, accent. I know. If you yeah. just supposedly Where the got hell was back. it? Well... Well, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It hasn't gone far. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Any I'm feeling good and had a wonderful weekend. And now, even more wonderful feelings of being with you, my ladies, Aww. my cheese ladies, my really? cheese gals. My now you cried in the club right now. <laughs> you know, my, yeah, my better cheddars, you know. And um, I'm excited for today's episode. Uh, uh, Keely, you've been telling me uh, kind of the regional area where we're going to be discussing. So somewhere in Colorado, you said mm-hmm. maybe Littleton, what was that, Golden, Golden Colorado, yep, yep, or like Jefferson Rose, County. Bridgerton, yeah, all oh, over the place. All over yep. the place. Jumping everywhere. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm okay. a well-traveled person. Yes. Ooh. So looking, Ooh. well-traveled, Ooh. well-traveled. Well, I was trying to see if that had a crunch. Mm. Like a nice crunchy rhino. I didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the chocolate, the chocolate peanuts. Don't Playing have it safe today. She put the softer stuff by me. Yeah, I didn't notice that. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> she had the carrots and the crunchy freaking red peppers, peppers over here, on her, mm-hmm. on her and I get the gummy platter. bears. Yeah, because someone's you get the gummy <laughs> bears. I'm munching. <laughs> I have the munchies. munchies. Well, speaking of munchies, we're going to be again talking about some Colorado um, areas, and so in my research, I found some interesting things about Ooh. the cheese, the cheese scene of Colorado. Uh, not only you know, Co- Colorado is actually full of like contradictions it's like full of hippies and cowboys mm-hmm. ski slopes you get the tumbleweeds you get the ranchers and the art artisans yes. there's like a whole melange of folk and they like don't get along either I know. it's um it's it's interesting it's, it's very interesting rough, yeah well, but, the, but the smart poking is is legal, so maybe that um, yeah it doesn't yeah. help. Mm-mm. Damn, nope. you know you think it you think it you know a smoke would chill some people out and getting along, yeah, mixing well. The homeless melt population well. is so high in Colorado um, because yeah. of the legalization. The yeah. you know people come from all over and they. I'm here for the weed. Here for yeah. the weed. I'm here for the weed. Well, people are going the down weed? there. The weed and apparently the mac and cheese. What? Get yes. out of my face. Yes. I love macaroni and cheese. So <laughs> I kind of went around that route. Who doesn't love mac and cheese? Seriously. <laughs> this girl does. <laughs> this mac life. 
Hello. I actually had a friend that was like, wait, so you're on a podcast and you'd like talk about like murder and eat mac and cheese? And I was like, we haven't had mac and cheese yet. Ooh, today's the day. Is that a foreshadowing? Wow. The universe was speaking to you indirectly mm. through your other friend. You know, because you today know we're going to be talking <laughs> not about some, not only just some crime that Keely's going to be throwing at us, but some mac and cheese. Oh. Hell yeah. I found out a couple things, like, while doing my cheese facts research in the areas of Colorado, that um, Denver, Colorado, does a mac and cheese fest. They did, I think they took a hiatus, of course, to didn't care around, mm. but they had a mac and cheese festival in 2021, and this November, November 5th, Denver Mac and Cheese Festival is back on, ladies. Oh my god, so we could be a birthday trip. Back on, uh, yeah. Around then. Yeah. So it's not. Well, it's 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 labeled as the Denver Mac and Cheese Festival, but it's actually in Copper Mountain, um, which it's is like a show. big. Hey, we can crash on my event. uncle's couch. Yeah. Hey, Uncle T and Bria. Yeah. <laughs> we could be coming in hot come early November because well, we're on the way. There's the thing. There's we'll a, start it's like now. this whole whole I mean, mac and cheese. It's so Copper Mountain Town, I guess, is like this big. I wouldn't say big event town, but they're known for hosting festivals and mm-hmm. other touristy attractions Ooh. and that kind of stuff. Like they do concerts, they do other festivals, fairs, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. But they're doing a mac and cheese one, which I'm like, uh, yes. I also Same found up. a little later in November, maybe November's like the thing for mac and cheese. I don't know. It's but, a great month. Yeah, yeah, it is a great yeah. month. November uh, in Littleton, Colorado, they're doing a 2022 mac and cheese 5K. So people could be racing and running for some mac and cheese. All right. That's all right. really cool. Okay. I found that okay. out. That's happening, cards. like, what, November 19th, I believe. Littleton, Colorado, mm. Mac and Cheese 5K. People, Run check it. it out. Run it. Yeah. We'll Sounds put like a, a plan. On. We could do it. So for, yeah, so for this, we're going to be talking some mac and cheese. Uh, kind of maybe like talking a little bit more about the Denver Mile High City and what it has to offer. Mm. Uh, but for now, I just want to leave it at that. I'm going to be attacking this crime scene biz with Keely, and I'm going to let her take it over until that nice Mac break. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Kelly. I am very excited for this Mac and Cheese. It's going to be more Mac-raculous. I've been been awoken. (laughs) That is so fucking funny. Okay. I'll be here all day. All episode. (laughs) okay so i am starting with a man named alfred packer he goes by alfred 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 not alfred don't 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 fuck him up born on january 21st 1842 it's an aquarius oh he's an oh aquarius um he was born in Pennsylvania to James and Esther, James Packer and Esther Griner. Griner. He was one of three children. There was no history on how old he was, um, or how old his siblings were. Just know that he was one of three kids. Okay. All right. We just don't know when. Yeah, what I could. I could not find sisters, brothers, whatever. Because well, it's this, the middle of the 1800s. Yeah. Last I had kids. I don't know when. Yeah, they're they, having them at home. They were they were born sometime. I they know were they born. Were it was warm out. What's up? It was warm out. It got cold at night. Yeah, the cicadas were real loud that night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. So sometime in the 1850s, the whole family moved to Lagrange, Indiana, and between the age of 14 and 18, like I said, I can't figure out uh, when, but I've read some articles where he was very young, and others he was a full grown full grown man, 18. Interesting. Uh, he ran away to Minnesota. Due to his parents and him fighting constantly. Mm. <laughs> Which could be when he was a young kid. Or it could be any time. Yep. So, At some point. Um, April 22nd of 1862. He was 20 years old at this point. Alfred enlisted in the army. And he was the sixth. He was involved in the 16th U.S. Infantry Regiment. Company F. This company. the What he was enlisted in was. Founded in 1861, so just a year prior. And how this kind of works was they grouped uh, anywhere from 20 to 100 men into these listings, and they grouped it as Company A, B, C, D, E, F, whatever, all the way down the line. Mm -hmm. And some were 
just supposed to be, you know, basic army men. Some were listed as, you know, you're going to be the medic. You're going to be... You're going to do this job. Yep. Because I said so, not Mm -hmm. because you're qualified. (laughs) Yes. Yep. They did very little training, and then they just sent them out, and good luck. (laughs) So Company F was one of the hardcore, you're going to war type of guys. Mm. Front lines. Yep. Eight months later, he was honorably discharged due to epilepsy. Oh, okay. And he, he made it to Fort Ontario, New York. So he traveled from Indi- Indiana to New York for work. Oops, sorry, you're, you gotta go. Anyway. Dang. So a year later, 21, Alfred moves and he enlists again in the 8th Iowa Cavalry Regiment, Company E. Oh my goodness, that's a mouthful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Quick, shoulder, where you come from? Uh, 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 rattle, rattle, rattle. rattle. I- Iowa. Yeah, that's, that's all I got. E. That's all I have. Yep. Yeah, that's that's how it was. Company E. <laughs> that's, e. that's how they introduced themselves that way. But because, you know, there was very little communication, they didn't see that he had already been discharged. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So. Okay. He was able to re-enlist or enlist. And he really liked the military setup? Like, he liked was, the regiment? I, th- I think so. so. Or it was just an easy job. Mm-hmm. Um, he was later noted that he's kind of lazy. Or wow. not, not super motivated in okay. the way that um, I don't want to do this job, so I'm gonna tell you what to do type of thing. Oh, mm-hmm. pass it on. Yes, One of those guys. He's a little, he's a little sneaky about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it was noted that he suffered from seizures as often as every other day. Mm. So, Dang. um, age 22, same thing. A- April 22nd, 64. He was discharged in Cleveland, Tennessee. And he had no idea what to do, so he began working really odd jobs, ranging from field workers, ranch hand, hunter, wagon teamster. Do you know what a teamster is? Teamster? I know you're going to tell me. Yeah, wagon it, teamster. Hey, yes. a, a truck driver or a delivery boy. But what a cool okay. title. Like, what okay. teamster? I'm a, yeah, I'm a teamster. Also, sounds it like, sounds, <laughs> sounds kind of nasty. It sounds, yeah, it sounds like you say teamster. Like, you're going to be like, are you part of like a kid bop? Some high school musical shit. We're yeah. all in this together. Yeah. I'm delivering this together. You trying to get this package? Right, yeah. I'm delivering your there package. You go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so either his attitude or his seizures cost him all of these jobs that he's had. Okay. I was gonna ask if it, he got discharged again for epilepsy or what? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. So he worked as a guide. Okay. Uh, and there were so many articles that said that he had no business doing this. He mm. did not know his right from his left. He could oh. not tell you you're going northeast or whatever. Well, he we're just, just going this, this is way. something he was yep. going to do. Yep. He, he <coughs> walked in there with full confidence like, yeah, I'll get you to to Miami. I know how to confidence do that. Confidence is king, though. Like, that could be very I know, but me. usually you have to follow that confidence up with, like, some the, type of yeah. knowledge. Right. But, I mean, hey, no, yo, Terrible. Love. Uh, he was prone to losing his way. He got people <laughs> lost so often. Prone to look. Yeah, yes. getting lost. <laughs> Me, without my journey. GPS. Yeah. yeah. Getting lost is scary. I turned right? her on the way to your house. Doesn't even remember which way. I'm like, are you going to turn? She was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Can't yeah. break in time. <laughs> I, I was just listening to her tell the story, and I just... <laughs> I, I knew what road. I knew what yeah. road to turn you on. You knew what area. You knew Same thing as you. last night. I went Go to my buddy's house. The water. You'll find her there. Yeah, yeah. In the cornfield by the water. Yeah, the the ghost lady in the cornfield. The ghost lady, she lives in the corn by the water. With long, straggly hair. That's Oftentimes wet from the Rock River. (laughs) Stop it right now. I'd make such a good, creepy witch. I'm scared of witches, but I'd make a good one. (laughs) I'm going home. I'm done. (laughs) The episode is over. Have a good night, everyone. That was a perfect witch witch cackle. So anyway, anyway, that's Sorry. Yeah, thanks a lot. He ended up finding a mining job. Okay. Hopping from mine to mine, but never striking gold. Ah, mm. uh, but I'm sure <laughs> So he moved to Colorado in hopes to hit it big, only ending his day covered in soot. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Ah, soot. Alfred ended up leaving Colorado and headed to Utah. There, he and tons of other prospectors were living day to day with no luck. Or working day to day as well. Okay. This is where Alfred meets Israel Swan, Shannon Wilson Bell, George Noon, James Humphrey, and Frank Miller. 
these were all fairly rich prospectors. Like, they mm-hmm. had a lot of knowledge on Sounds mining. Like a, a bunch. Yes, there, there was quite a bit of them. Where they spoke of heading to Breckenridge, Colorado, in hopes to reach newly discovered gold prospects. Okay. okay. Alfred convinced these men that he could get them there faster than the other traveling prospectors. <laughs> and he would be of great help. So oh. you need me to get to where you know where you're going. But didn't he already <laughs> go to Colorado and couldn't find gold? Yes. Okay. But he was also... Like desperate he, Yeah, he, he never had done this job before, so he didn't know, do I just start right here in this corner and work my this way in? This is a good spot. Yeah, yeah. He was like, this could be it. I think we can figure it out from here, guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... I got this. All of them were like, yeah, we believe you. You seem like you know exactly where you're going, and you have already been to Colorado, so yeah. you obviously know what you're doing. You seem you like a great guy. from mm-hmm. somewhere and still not know where the fuck you're Correct. Yeah, <laughs> same. I've been here in the Quad Cities, and don't ask me how to get somewhere. <laughs> I'm yeah, pretty, Iowa side. I'm pretty good at finding I'm driving. Places. I'm driving down the one ways backwards. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> so at age 32, he had... Him and the group had been staying at Camp of Uti Chief Are, which is now Montrose, Colorado. Okay. <laughs> on February 9th, 1874, Alfred and the five men headed on their very risky winter journey in search of riches. And this is the 1800s in the wintertime. Uh-huh. You're fucked. Yeah. You're trying to go over all these mountains. In a wagon. Oh, yeah. On, on horses, yeah. It's yeah. In a wagon. Pretty much wheels. uncharted. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. Jeez. So Which is I, why they're going to beat everybody because nobody's going in the wintertime because they're not yep, idiots. Yep, they're smart and they. a lot yeah. of the prospectors are staying on in Indian. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be cold and snowy. I'll pass. I'll yeah. wait. So I want to do a cheese break Oh, okay. before before I get deeper. Oh, damn. Yes. Bum, yeah. Bum. Yeah. I know. I just want to do like a little polite intro and then just get down and heavy. Mag attack this bitch, okay? <laughs> Hang on, let's put my it. boots on. Yep. yep, put your boots on. We're gonna get deep. <laughs> All right, we're Mac tacking now, and like I said before, we are gonna be discussing mac and cheese. Mm. So naturally, before I get into the history, I actually made mac and cheese for us ladies tonight. I made it homemade. Uh. Homemade? homemade mac and cheese. Not no craft. Not no Velveeta. Not no Annie's. Not no nothing. I'm honored. This is yeah. I, I went above and beyond, you ladies. I mean, and, and even um, in the serving of it, you really need to like describe I, uh, that. It looks beautiful. I got these little tiny little baby bowls. They're so it's cute. Like these little wooden. I don't <laughs> mean. I think they're supposed meant for dip, but uh, I thought they were too cute and I haven't been able to use them. So here we are. That's where we're putting our little mac and that. cheese. Okay, so. For this recipe, I use the traditional mac and cheese recipe um, because, again, mac and cheese has been around, like, forever. It's actually mm-hmm. been around since, like, the 14th century. Oh, wow. If that can, you know, if you can believe that or not. Um, it was usually, like, our, you know, first documentation. I wouldn't say documentation, but, like, first renderings of it were, like, are in old Italian and English cookbooks dating as far back as, again, 14th century. There are some books um, dating back as early as, like, 1769 in English, in, like, like, the United Kingdom for this. The cheese, (laughs) the mac, and the cheese. Um, And so, okay, so for this, again, this recipe, just simple, straightforward, macaroni, Mm -hmm. pasta. Elbow noodles here. Yep, elbow noodles. Uh, We have cheese, butter, milk. And I did put a little salt in there. Okay. okay. So let's, I'm just going to get this like little, it even has like the. You didn't even give a trigger warning. Trigger warning. Wow. <laughs> oh, sorry. Spill your out, okay? Little, oh, and it's cheesy AF, guys. It's cheesy. It's creamy. Mm-mm. Nothing too fancy. Nothing too crazy. Okay. This is excellent. So as you ladies mm. are diving into that. I'm going to dive in to some Mac Attack cheese facts. Oh. Okay? TM. Return yes. of the Mac. Yeah. <laughs> so like I said, it, it dates back as early as the 14th century. Um, there are multiple of early, early, early on uh, cookbooks, either from Ita- uh, you know Italian cookbooks, of course, because you know there's a lot of pasta, a lot of casseroles. Originally, it's like usually 
served or was served as a casserole dish. So they would get the noodles, put butter, and basically just like put butter and cheese on top mm-hmm. of these noodles and then just bake it. Yeah. And then that would be it. Like they would just mix it up and then just eat it as is. Whereas mm-hmm. obviously nowadays you kind of got your mac and cheese the mixtures. You got the Velveeta, the, the, the soft cheese, which is are all amazingly delicious. I mean, I love macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. One of my absolute favorite dishes. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Yes. The first modern recipe (laughs) dates back in a 1769 book called The Experienced English Housekeeper. Wow. Where mac and cheese, like when it first came out, was like prestigious. Like it was, it it was not considered a low grade meal. Oh. It was not for everybody. And yeah, it was supposed to be like cordon bleu of like casserole dishes back in the day, back in its heyday when it first came out, when it first came, became popular. So in U.S. history, take it, you know, getting away from the United Kingdom and all those folks out there, President Thomas Jefferson and his, which unfortunately, um, presidential slave, Mr. James Hemington, encountered macaroni when they were in visiting Paris. Hmm. And they were visiting out Paris, doing things abroad as presidential people mm-hmm, do yes. with their plates. <laughs> uh, President Jefferson loved this dish so much that he was like, hey, I want to bring this back because it's amazing. I love it. Who wouldn't? I mean, can you blame them? Uh, you're coming home with me. You're, you're coming home with me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you're done. So you're Jefferson lying. drew and sketched and wrote and, uh, this huge... Uh, excursion process of how is he going to get mac and cheese in the United States or how is he going to be able to bring it back to him because again this is Thomas Jefferson they didn't Mm -hmm. have you know hey I'm just going to call up my guys across the sea yeah exactly can't do that just email me the recipe yeah basically (laughs) so he went through the process of obtaining the food processing or the machine that creates the little pasta noodles the little elbow pasta mm-hmm. noodles because back in you know the u.s we didn't have like elbow pasta there was like maybe like flat noodles maybe uh-huh. yeah i think this is like again thomas jefferson era like this is not basic this yeah, yeah basic as fudge mm-hmm. uh this is 1793 so you know, 1700s you know excuse me the 1800s jefferson commissioned the u.s ambassador an ambassador of to france which was this gentleman was named william short to purchase a machine that would make the macaroni noodles and bring it back with him. By 1802, hmm. Jefferson served this pie, quotations, because again, it originally was served in a casserole, casserole yeah. style dish, mm-hmm. served this pie called macaroni at a state dinner. Mm. People loved it. They were like, ha, 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 oh my goodness, <laughs> this is the cheesiest exquisition ever. This like, is I mean, the best thing since sliced bread. Hey, yes, I need exactly. you to talk like that the rest of this episode. <laughs> 100%. I don't know if I can without breaking. <laughs> By 1824, macaroni and cheese appeared in an 1824 cookbook, The Virginia Housewife. <laughs> the Virginia Housewife. <laughs> Stop it right now. You told me to. And then it was written by Mary Rose Randolph. Randolph. And again, it was made with the three ingredients, macaroni, cheese, and butter. Butter. Lay it together butter. and baked. This book was, baked a bird. Yes. This <laughs> book was one of the most influential cookbooks in the early 19th century, or 1800s, mm-hmm. according to culinary historian, a woman named Carrie, Karen Hess. Karen. Oh, Karen. Karen. Mac and cheese. Okay, I'm going to drop that. Um, it's hard for me to concentrate. <laughs> Mac and cheese soon took over and began to reappear in cookbooks around the country. Again, again who doesn't love this, this noodly cheesy dish you can add bacon bits you can add peppers you add extra chunks of cheese like i mean it's jalapenos jalapenos as i say it was a mouthful of mac and cheese it really is delicious factory production excuse me factory production of this main of these main ingredients so the noodles cheese butter Ingredients soon be- made it more affordable and accessible, so it started to lose its high-class mm-hmm. quality because, you know, with all these cookbooks coming around, they're, oh, well, people want to make it more. And so no, anybody it, can make it. No, mm-hmm. anybody can make it. And as soon as that 
came to about it started to lose its luster it became more affordable mm -hmm. to a broader section of society the dish soon lost its luster and upper class appeal yeah but yep. i don't give a shit Rude. i made that mac go around i mean it's hella good i basically lived off of like mac and cheese and ramen noodles in college so like and then who doesn't you basically live off that now yeah i mean i mean i'll continue to i still buy a box of crap my kayo i will i will i will uh Give everything to Mac or Crack Mac because they are the pioneers. Oh, but I do love me some Velveeta shells. Yeah. I think that's Listen, my number one box. My dad used to make the Kraft macaroni and he'd put a huge chunk of Velveeta in there. Oh my God, that's it was the thickest mac and cheese mm. ever. And you're like, you're like drinking the cheese at the end. Mm. <laughs> scraping the oh, bowl yeah. for like. No, you don't even have to scrape it, mm. it just liquid. <laughs> You're like sitting it there. It just pours out onto your hand. Yeah, you're just sitting there. Like, no notion. You just bathe <laughs> in it. Yeah, yep. To die for. Yes. It's gel for your hair. Yeah, it's like gel. Yeah, Mac for your hair. This cheese for your hair. Off, by the way. <laughs> I'll, I'll rub your hair on the, <laughs> on the right side. Rub my head for good luck. Yes. <laughs> it's like the Buddha, but on the top. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one of the uh, one of the really other cool things I was doing as I was doing my research, so of course it started exploding in the U.S. Of course, but you I mean mac and cheese? It wasn't just coming over to the U.S. It was, it was expanding mm -hmm. to other countries, such as our neighbor to the north, Canada. Canada. Uh, mac and cheese Canada. was brought to Canada by British immigrants, of course, because again it was really popular in Europe mm -hmm. and the United Kingdom, and soon created these British immigrants soon created craft. Dinner. Mm. So mac and cheese. Here we go. It is okay. Mac okay. And cheese, I, which I didn't realize. I guess again. Well, of course, it's it's a Canadian company. Mm. Yeah. I had no idea. No, no idea. Though. I thought that was really cool. I always just thought like, oh yeah, American, yeah, craft. Yeah, I mean, I I'm sure we have. You know, of course, we have craft plants all around. Right. But craft dinner. And by dinner, plants, we mean manufacturing plants. Not <laughs> yeah. Not cheese plants. <laughs> not a cheese creating plant. A factory plant producing <laughs> plants. Kraft Dinner was the most popular brand of packaged macaroni and cheese. And I would, I again, with, with Velveeta, as we just mentioned, I would still probably say that is, mm. you know, most popular. You think of macaroni and cheese, you think of the blue box. Yes. Okay. I just bought a five pack. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sponsor us, Kraft. <laughs> and I guess that's I what guess, you want to sponsor. Yeah. No, I, I and then it was like I went through and like there was a, a the there's a Canadian media organization called the Walrus, uh, which was dated or starts back in 2003. It considered craft dinner to be one of the nations or Canadians nation, one of Canada's national dish okay. after poutine. Which I mean I love poutine too. Given the what fries. Is Oh, oh, I'm well, sorry. Oh, what? Okay, no, poutine is mm -mm. American version. Uh, French fries, which mm. French fries, cheese curds, gravy. Oh, yum! Yeah, that's. I mean, it's delicious. You don't it's like it. It's amazing. It's shaking it, it. She's vomiting. So good! I love it so much. The gravy like soaks in so fast that if you don't eat it fast enough, it's just like mushy French fries. Well, I mean that depends on like who makes it. Cause I have I have mm. have had uh -huh. like really crispy like beer battered like almost like beer fried fries with the gravy and cheese curds and okay. they stay crispy. So I think that depends, depends on, on okay. Because the, the one and only time I ever had it was it was not a good experience. Yeah, I was just like the first one. I was like, okay, I could do this, and then I went to go to get, get another one. And it was just a wet gravy filled french fry and i was like this is that still sounds so heavy. good to me though i'm like mm. like after a okay. night out i can't i don't want to be a pie like <laughs> nobody nobody's got kids here i can't really no, well yeah oh, yeah nobody chicken run no wow that's a whole wow i guess we gotta like check that mark mark wow that. Um, i don't want to be a pie i don't want gravy such a good part of that Maybe. I'm so sorry. Sure I, I know you're really putting so much like, effort in. It was really cute. It's not landing. It's like when somebody doesn't understand like your office reference and you're like, mm. you uncultured. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, no I offense, understand so, that. But I understand that. Do you want to pull it up and we'll pause it? So you know, <laughs> and then we, we can laugh like on camera. Quick... Yeah. Okay. I'm good at Okay, so yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I feel so dumb now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, yeah, I definitely understand that. <laughs> I mean, I didn't understand when you said it, but like... Well, some grommet. There yeah, you go. Yes, yep. There you go. Very good. Mm -hmm. um, Watch the shit out of them. Back to our cheese facts. 
I know we took a little intermission. Don't wow me. Yeah. Uh, Canadians purchased up to 25% of the 7 million boxes of Kraft Dinner sold worldwide each week. Dang. Oh. Each Dang. week? Each. That's, that's what I got. Hurry, right. Uh, that was from the uh, Wikipedia. Mac and mm-hmm. That's a stat. That's a stat right there. I also wanted to go into, uh, you know, because we were talking about like Colorado. That was like just, you know, diving into our mac and cheese. But I also, because it is Colorado and we are, you know, the land of the legalized. Another fun <laughs> fact or interesting thing that I found out. <laughs> uh, Colorado cheese is actually a indica variant, which I didn't know that. I didn't know there was like a, a, a variant. It's actually called Colorado cheese, an indica variant. And I'm gonna totally biff this uh, representation of like this type of seed, but it, it is cultivated indoors or can be processed in greenhouse up to 45 days plus for it to flower. But this cheese is a sugar wax. Oh. For those into that sort of thing mm-hmm. you know a bunch of smart pokers smart yeah y'all are fucking sick i am high on life and and cheese yeah and yeah. it is colorado cheese not the colorado you cheese also can can be. you also can be uh it Stoner is yeah yeah i'm super excited so it is usually like a sugar wax mm-hmm. heavy indica dominant aroma and namesake of course because it smells like cheese mm. You think about That's that. So it smells like dirty socks? Yeah. Oh my god. Nice. Can't wait to smoke smoking. that. Yeah, you see him smoking, you're like, mm. blueberries? Socks. Dirty <laughs> gym it socks. Has like, it's a, cheese. It is from, originally from the Netherlands. Oh, and wow. Like, a whole turnaround? A whole turnaround. It all loops together, it ladies. Really it all loops together. It is good or great. Good. <laughs> it's so good. It was created by this gentleman or this guy named Sam, quote, the skunk man. Brought is it over. He smelled like cheese. I don't fucking yeah. It was wow. brought. <laughs> skunk man. I mean, of I think course. that's like pretty. I'll let it, I'll let you think what you want. Okay. Use your imagination. Yes. And brought over from California to the Netherlands, or from the Netherlands to California, where it was bred and given notoriety. And that was like back in the eight, uh, 1980s. I was about to say 1890s. No, 1980s, early okay. 80s. Cheese, quotation, cheese a, is a signifier of its strong cheddar-like flavor and aroma. Doy. Effects, uh, said to, from this Colorado cheddar, effects is to be relaxed, happy, and euphoric, which I, I mean... I don't know about you, but cheese does that to me anyway. That's to me all the time. Strained flavors, cheese. Oh, it gives kind of, it does have like a blue cheese kind of funk. Never mind. (laughs) Not a So if you're in Colorado and you're looking for the cheese scene, I mean, be careful who you ask because. What kind of cheese are you looking for? Don't find the skunk man. You could go either way. Honestly. That's all, yeah. That's uh, that's what I got. So I'm going to keep eating this mac, this mac and cheese. Maybe just put some bacon bits, you know, razzle-dazzle it up, and uh, I think I'm all ready, ready, Keely, for, to dive deep into mm-hmm. whatever Alfred. this guy is leading us on. I think he's going to get us lost, but... Uh, We're already lost. I'm pretty lost already. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was some really neat history yeah. about all that cheese. Thank you so much. Hi, uh, I'm feeling buzzed <laughs> off all that knowledge right now, man. Damn, girl, that was... Man. Wow, man. She's on cheese back right now, guys. That's man. like... That's like totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Skunk, by the way. I'm Skunk. Sorry. Skunk, man. Skunk, man. Alright. Stop it. <laughs> you stop. There's no, there's no stopping this cheese fest. This cheese train. This ooey-gooey trails... I lost it. I don't know. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> the cheese train was good, but then you just. I know. I tried. You just crashed. Dang. <laughs> okay. It'll come a back forever. to me. A forever. It'll, It'll come back to me. Oh my goodness. So, anyway, Alfred, Alfred, and the five men were leaving the camp. Okay. Okay. Catching up now. Yeah. Long after leaving the camp, not long after leaving the camp, the group was engulfed in a furious blizzard. No. Near the now present Lake City, Colorado. Who called it? No one. This is a 22 hour hike on a clear day. Ugh. And it's winter. Terrible. Yes. So on April 16th, 1874, Alfred came out of the woods near Los Pinos Indian Agency 
with items belonging to the members of the party. Oh. The party he started with. Okay. This was Just a, himself? Yep. This is a three-day hike from where they were. On a clear day. Huh. Where did... So where's everybody at? Yeah. So. <clears throat> where are the people? Where are the other folks? Well, then like to know. Alfred gets into the city and all these people are like, oh my gosh, what is going on? They bring him into the bar and they're trying to figure out what's going on. So he tells the people of the city that once the storm hit, he had set up camp and the others were in search for food and wood and they never returned, which is how he ended up there. So they, uh, so they abandoned him. <clears throat> Yep, yep. That was the story. That, that is the story. They first went this story. way, and I stayed this way. Yep. And now I don't, I don't know. know where they're at. Yep. Uh, and remember, he says that he gets lost a lot, so he uses this as, as a... Oh, so he finally fesses up you to how really terrible You should really trust me as a tourist guide, but I really get lost a lot. So <laughs> yeah, so like, it's on you. Trust yes. Yeah, you So after recovering from his long journey, hmm. he headed to Sagawachi, which is a one-day hike, where he suddenly became a big spender at a local saloon. Where he ran into some of the prospectors who he met in Utah originally. And they did not believe his story um, because he, he was broke when they had I was originally say, met where him. did he get all this money? Yeah, he didn't have any money. That's why he was, like, desperate to do any yes. of these jobs. So he spent over $100 at the saloon on the first night he was there, which $100 back then is $2,395 today. Jesus. That's still... Dexter, I mean, he knows. Dexter thinks that that he is knows what's going on. So, the $2,000... That's was, a lot. I mean, yeah. That, I mean, that, to me, that would be a still a lot of chunk mm-hmm. to, for Just somebody blow. to spend. Especially mm-hmm. at a Things bar. to not have money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, it's, yeah, it's weird. Sad, and I was like, where did you get all this stuff? So the, the Utah prospectors that made it to Colorado that were in the city, they went to police and they were like, hey, this <laughs> is, this is sus. Sus. Very sus. Look into that. Don't be suspicious. Don't, Don't be suspicious. He was being very suspicious. And How would they know? How would they ever know? How would they know? Yes. So on May 8th of 74, Indian agent Charles Adam took Alford back to Los Pinos for questioning. Okay. So that he now confessed that Israel Swan died first, and the others ate him. After they ate all of their food rations and the horses. Oh. Wait, how long were they gone again? Mm. So I remember, I remember you saying like how like, they left oh, in February. Okay, and, and then now it's, it's May. Oh, okay. In several months. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Yes. And was anybody looking for them while they were disappeared for this whole time? No, because they were, they're prospectors. They're going, they're known going, to be gone yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. went this way. And they probably and weren't announcing, go hey, we're going to sneak through the mountains in the winter to get yeah. Yeah. gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're okay, see them see when it's warm out. Yep. We see you when we find gold. Literally, we'll, we'll see you when the snow melts. I mean, uh, when we find gold. Yeah. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> so, he said that. Israel Swan died first, and the others ate him after all the food rations and the horse had been ate, eaten, oh, and then one by one died due to either elements or starvation. The others died, leaving only Shannon Bell and Alfred. Alfred said that it was self-defense when mm. Shannon Shannon tried to kill him for, well, for food. Oh. So, okay. Poor guy. I mean, I would defend myself, yeah, too. But... Yeah, yeah. Well, why didn't you guys eat the other people? Did they eat the other people who died yes. of starvation? Yep. Well, oh. that, that's what they, that's what he says. Okay. That's what he says. So he fully admits to eating people as well. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, they had to to survive. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they were Just gone like for you have three to drink months your own to survive. Yeah. Right. Got to eat that dude's thigh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beefy. Yum. I'd go for the glute. I mean, you can't go for mine because there ain't nothing. There. <laughs> so you gotta make sure they're caked up. Okay, there you go. We're going for Danielle first. Yeah. We <laughs> got the cake. Okay, mm. sorry. So mm. anyway. Mm. Oh, wow, wow, wow. And then I eat his ass like Double a cupcake. caked up on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Yikes. Alfred was taken to Sagawacha Jailhouse outside of town. In August, he managed to escape. Oh, he pulled a Ted Bundy they, before Ted Bundy was a thing. Yes, they had oh. they had no idea how he escaped either because his his what? jailhouse was very, I mean, locked up, no windows type shit. So they they have no clue how he got in. Slither his way out. Probably an inside mm-hmm. job. Yeah, possibly. But, but there's no no history of it. He wasn't seen again. Poor. 
What? He literally disappeared. Yep. <gasps> got out. What? Got out of the jailhouse. Disappeared. The what? same day, he he ran away. Someone discovered five of the missing men. <gasps> what? Yes. In the valley overlooking Lake City, which is above where he was, where where they were. Mm-hmm. And there was very clear evidence of struggle in foul play. Oh yeah. Uh, they they there were parts of the men missing. Mm-hmm. You know, part of your shoulder, skin off of your belly, just random. Yes, yeah. it like if you were if you were surviving by eating someone, you wouldn't go picking. Off parts, you would. You think so? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. If you were starving, mm-hmm. you'd be like, I. I'm gonna throw be... this leg here on the yeah. fire and just yeah. gnaw on you, it. You eat all the meat, uh, one off or one by one, right? Yeah, You're yeah. not gonna like. All right, I'm eating Israel's shoulder today. Tomorrow, I'm, I'm eating. Have that medium rare mm-hmm. with John's toe. Yes. He... Yep. It was oh, it. Yeah. So <laughs> weird. So on March 1883, nine years later. Oh my God. In uh, or Frenchy Cabazon is is the name. Uh, one of the original prospectors, prospecting parties, found him by accident. Oh. Found Alfred. Oh. Mm-hmm. In Douglas, Wyoming. What was you doing there, Alfred? Yeah. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. Just chilling. <laughs> Just cooling. <laughs> he so Frenchy took Alfred back to Denver. Oh, he's you're like, hell coming. no, you're coming with me. You're coming home with me. <laughs> he's like, oh no, I know who you are. Kelly you're... taking the, the cup from the Chicago restaurant we were in. Hey, you're sh- coming home with me. Every time. <laughs> Kelly's like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I plead the fifth. Yeah, uh-huh. same, as the, uh, same as the knife. <laughs> I'm sorry? What? No. She, she really liked a knife. <laughs> You make it just sound like a so, butter knife. Yeah, you make it yeah. sound so dangerous. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> she stole a fucking machete. But out we of we went to the, we went to this really nice restaurant in Chicago, and then we were kind of like bar hopping on the walk back to our Airbnb, and we go walking up to the bar, and the fucking butter knife slides out of her back. Kelly. In the open of everyone's looking around, thinking they dropped and something. Hear, you hear it clatter. It's a fucking butter knife. And Kelly just. <laughs> Zoom walks. I do not. I did not. I just like you. Just you, you just that wasn't me. Keep walking. You didn't yeah. pick up your knife. No. No. I no. <laughs> she 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 sped walking. Don't let her lie. She she got to the bar. She sat down immediately. <laughs> Emily and I are looking at each other and we're like, What the fuck just happened, Kelly? Do you we, have a problem? We didn't see her take the knife until we're sitting on the bar and she goes, That was my knife. <laughs> Bitches May I? You see that fork? There's nothing in my silverware drawer that matches that fork that you ate your mac and cheese out of. So I didn't see you complaining about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see you complaining about that. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna just clean myself when I see. Are the mac and cheese balls stolen too? No, uh, those were actually gifted to me. Okay, uh, those are really nice. Are they gifted are... to your person? Like this. <laughs> no. This oh, is for me. Oh, in there. Okay. Okay, but who, my, who hasn't ever like? Oh my god, this is a really cute salt salt shaker. Like, my have you seen the old lady who, who steals the French fry yes, containers? Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm not like dining and dashing, and I I'm giving people hefty tips. Yeah, she's okay? like, this is your tip. I I bought the cup. Yeah. Do you guys remember Old Country Buffet? Yes. Yeah. So they used to have like some of their desserts like pre wrapped with like saran wrap. My stepdad's mom would like. Yep. Come home and empty your purse out and have like three or four of them in there just to take home for later. My grandmother used to do that shit, yeah. I mean, whatever. We'd have to like check her purse before we take her back to her her nursing home. It happens. Put it back. Okay. Put that thing back where it came from. To take like a spoon, a butter knife. But when it clanks down out of your sleeve and <laughs> on a busy Chicago street, and yeah, and then, like, like, and it was a really, and the, and the bar that we walked into was a, I would say that was a nice bar. It, it was, was in your fucking sleeve. It was sleeve. a suit. 
It was in a side <laughs> pocket of my jacket, and the pocket was not that deep, and it toppled over inside my jacket and came clanking out betwixt my knees, and it made a really loud noise, and I'm yep. like, well, I'm not Who going... the fuck? I'm not going Look to commit... Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to commit to this scene, so I'm just going to mm-hmm. commit to, like, I don't know where the fuck that came from. Well, I helped, I helped Kelly klepto the cup from the bar we were at. I put it in my coat sleeve with the cup full and walked out. It was an empty cup. But it was really cute. I'll even show it to you. It was not empty. No, it it spilled all over my sleeve. I didn't know that. I'm dead. You couldn't have jumped it first? No. (laughs) I chose to... Oh, <laughs> don't say the name of it, place. I will not, but okay. that is super adorable. Yeah, don't say the name of it. They're, they're gonna find us. <laughs> They've been looking for this cup. They've been putting up wanted okay. posters. Okay. They got a sketch. This is this is not something that I brag about, but seems that somebody put me on blast. I can't really put myself on blast because I don't want to get fired. But you want me to crap you out? This whole scene. Anyway. Boom. What, was, what were we okay. talking about about your story? So Alfred was taken to Denver by Frenchie. When you say Frenchie, I'm, like, I'm thinking like this little tiny bulldog, but anyway. Yes, it was a dog. It was. Oh. Oh. So here, uh, he gave his second confes- confession, mm-hmm. and he claimed he was the one to go out to look for food and wood, and when he returned, Shannon Bell was cooking some man meat oh. over the fire. What kind of bas- man meat? <laughs> what do you like to know? Was it a member? Member! Ooh. Was it an eggplant emoji? Mm. That, I won't tell you. Oh, shit. Wow. It wasn't said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell you. Because I, because because I don't listen. know. Just says, it just says there was, there was some meat, sure. some man meat, some okay. man meat being over gross. the fire, and beside him lay the other men. Oh. And they then, had already died. Yep. They're, they're, he He's died. been gone this whole time. He yep. doesn't know yep. what happened. Mm-hmm. And then Shannon tried to kill him, so he shot him. That was his confession. Weird. Super convenient that nobody can back that up. They're <clears> yes, all dead. how nuts. Yeah, he what? said he wouldn't eat the meat of his party, but changed his mind the next morning. I'm sure he did, because they're like, uh, you look like you put weight on after that hike. Uh-huh. And for the next 60 days, he ate them until he found the strength to leave. But not for before packing. For two months, he <laughs> ate these motherfuckers, and he's like, all right, I think I'm strong enough now. But not before packing a satchel with the essentials. <gasps> okay, what are the essentials? Ch- Is there a nipple belt? Stop. Uh, no. No. Come that, on. That'd be so great that if it was. But really no. Cool. A coffee pot. A knife. Some man Kill. meat. A few wallets and a rifle. You know, the essentials. A few the essentials. wallets of full of $2,000 worth of today's uh-huh, cash. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Convenient. Mm-hmm. So he went on his three-day journey down to Los Pinos, and that, that is where he ended up. Yeah, mm. he ate his man meat on the way. Oh yeah, it's like jerky. Co- couple man mitches. Man mitches. <laughs> 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 nice. I can't ever eat sloppy joes again. Did you know? Or Nobody what? I what it's been said is that human flesh resembles the taste of pork. Like pulled pork, or like, like pork. pork. We were talking about that the other yeah, day, weren't we? Were we? How do you know that, Kelly? Are Mind you your business. Yeah, yeah, cannibal? No, Kelly, the crypto cannibal. Other... <laughs> <laughs> I listened to cannibal. other podcasts, and it was a topic that they had discussed. Interesting. And I was, I watch documentaries. I mean, I'm not, I don't. She remember. skips through. Yeah, I'm like, I don't need to know. I don't need to see the reenactments of all the the spicy bits, but. The information and solid. What's good? You just wear a blindfold while you're watching. You're like, oh, yeah, wow, I like bird. Yeah, <laughs> I bird box myself. Whatever it is, whatever that show is called. Yeah, bird box. Yeah, that, that movie was. I didn't watch it. Intense. It's too scary. It's not. It's not it's more of a mind. If Sandra Bullock can't have her eyes open, I can't have my eyes open. <laughs> Terrifying. I don't like that. I'm so uncomfortable. Because <laughs> your eyes are closed and you're so open and vulnerable and you can't see. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Terrifying. So. You had said that, oh my gosh, how are you not skinny from being gone yeah. all those days? Yeah. That is exactly what the jury, oh. the jury had said. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so jury wasted no time finding Alfred, Mm-mm. Alfred guilty. Right. Like, no, there's no way that yeah. you're gone for almost three months and you're not skin and bones. 
Correct. Right. Even if you are munching on people, like... Ain't no way. You wouldn't be munching on them for two fucking months just chilling out in the wilderness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, mm-hmm. maybe you'd eat one, like, eat a couple bites that or whatever and then go on your resort. way to... Tr- yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. No, last kick resort. my feet back. Or yeah, so there even. ain't no way. Yeah. Ain't no way. So, Judge Melville B. Jerry, or Gary, G-E-R-R-Y, you choose. I think Gary. Okay, Jerry. Was Jari. Jari. Was so (laughs) disturbed uh, about this scene. Now, there weren't cameras. They had a... Okay, I was like, wait, there's no fucking cameras. It was in the 1800s. They had a professional artist go and draw the scene Mm -hmm. of what they found. What a job. And, yeah, one guy face peeled. life. Yep, face peeled, just like the office scene. Yep, Dwight, Dwight doing his thing. Yeah, dude's face was peeled. There was oh skin gosh. missing from from a couple bits and pieces. It wasn't, it wasn't a lot. Yeah. So, yep. Was so, anyway. Dean's relative? No. What? Like he, is this a Geener? Is this a, a relative of Dean? That'd be really cool. Let's Didn't do research it? on that. <laughs> this is like a... Can we do an Ancestry, like a... Ancestry.com? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. So... The judge was so disturbed by the scene that he had he had seen mm-hmm. ha, 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 mm-hmm. that he announced that Alfred to be hanged until he is dead, 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 dead as fuck. That is yeah, that is what he said. Damn, he was like, there ain't I no can way see to... him doing the mallet, like dead, dead, dead. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. Mm-hmm. So Alfred's lawyers were able to appeal his case because Colorado was not a state until 1876. Oh, and this happened when? 18. Oh, look, make, make, look back. Eighteen sixty nine was the last play- thing I heard. Yes, yes, yes. Eighteen seventy four. No. Yes, eighteen seventy four, and it wasn't a state until seventy six. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get it. It was just there. like a providence. It was just like a territory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oof. So, and which is why they're going there to discover gold. Yeah, right, it's really right. uncharted. And right. it was technically right. on uh, Indian reserve or property, so yeah. they couldn't. Oh. Yeah. Can't can't be tried. Yeah, this is oh, Yep. Oh, and they went to try to ask the people at the reserve near where this area had happened, and they were like, "We don't want anything to do with us." Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a get, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Not no. my not my chin, not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, the death sentence was reversed, where he was tried again and being found guilty of manslaughter and sentenced to forty years in a state penitentiary. Penitentiary, people, dude. Mm-hmm. Only serving 17 years, he was granted parole by the Grassroot Campaign in Denver in 1901 by Governor Charles S. Thomas. So the Grassroot Campaign is... What is that? Is it like the Innocence Project or something, kind of? Yes, it was basically trying to... um, Reduce sentences. Yes, yep. We see that you're you're proving that you're a good person. He became a vegetarian. (laughs) He... He was oh, a dude. lot of help in the place that he was in. Oh, I'm sure that he was. He, they usually are. Mm-hmm. This was like Ed Gein's. Like, oh, Correct. he yep. seemed he did great. harmless. So Flourish. while he was here, we just gave him, we got him to do a whole bunch of He's jobs. He's a carpenter assistant. Yep. And yep. I mean, what the F? Yeah. So <clears throat> at age 65, Alfred moved to Littleton, Colorado, where he was an excellent citizen until his dying days of April 23rd, 1907. Killer by choice or killer to survive? Mm-hmm. And before I let you guys uh, think about that, okay. fun fact: mm. cannibalism it's, is not illegal, technically, and it still isn't. It's just that yeah, it's getting it, the meat is the illegal part. Correct. How crazy to think about that? That's still disgusting. I feel like morally though, it's illegal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're disgusting. It's never in throughout history. It's never been seen as a good thing. Mm-hmm. No. Oh yeah. Never. So here, here's my question. Do you think he did this to try to kill all these rich men and get the money from them? Or do you think he was dumb enough that he did get lost, did kill these men? Or Shannon Bell, he said that in both of his confessions, that Shannon Bell attacked the men. I feel like mm-hmm. it was a mixture of both, that mm-hmm. he bamboozled these people Mm -hmm. and once he realized how fucked he really was and Mm -hmm. how lost he really was Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe he one by one did Mm -hmm. it and then was like oh i can't show back up to town i'm gonna spend a two-month hiatus here in the mountains Mm -hmm. eating some 
He doesn't seem Medium like rare a rare shoulder. <laughs> you know. He doesn't <laughs> seem like a very intelligent, thought out no. guy mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. have like planned. Mm-hmm. Definitely not planned anything. I That's what I'm saying. I think he maybe got up there and realized, oh like, fuck, they're gonna be really upset with me because yeah. we're lost. Mm-hmm. And yep. I, I, I don't think that maybe not all, not all the people that are maybe like were killed, but yeah. I, mean, I definitely believe like you know he died because back then again it's. He, it's, you die from the common cold. Yep. You yeah, know, somebody they, could have gotten yeah. the sniffles and fucking passed away. Yep, correct. Easily. And that's what he said in the second confession, is one of them died, or the others died after Israel was, was eaten, mm-hmm. either to starvation or... Like, come to succumb to mm-hmm. illness or whatever. So. I don't know. Like, how... What I want to know is... I want to know the facts. Unfortunately, that's all you're getting. I don't know. It sounds so hinky. Like, and and where? So where was it? Where was this crime scene? Like, was it when like they found like some cabin where they had tent? A tent. So he left the tent behind and started hiking down towards wherever there he was discovered. I don't know. I think, okay, if he didn't kill those people, which I don't believe that he didn't, I'm just thinking, like, why, again, why would you spend that amount of time? time? And this guy... Especially if it was self-defense. Self-defense. He would want to get down to fucking help as soon as possible. As soon as as soon as possible. I'd be shaken up. And then the fact that there were samples taken from different areas, like, Mm -hmm. that also, to me, is... Weird. Very weird. It is very weird. Like, granted, if you you feel like you have to succumb to, this is my only option of living, this is my only option of sustaining any sort of Mm -hmm. nutrients, is by eating Mm -hmm. this other fallen person, which... That sounds crazy to me. It's like, you, you, nobody brought up, like, hunting gear. Nobody brought up anything where you think you could have at well, least, there, like... There were, there was rifles. There was knives. I know, were, but, okay, so oh, yeah, they, uh-huh. the, that, all of were that Were they, none was, of them knew what they're, like... That was all accessible to, to this person or people or, you mm-hmm. know, as they're dying off, you know, well, mm-hmm. he's gone, he's dead now, what is yeah. he using? Rock, paper, scissors, like, I, think, I want the coffee pot. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think, I think the, what's weird is that, you know, you couldn't have, like, caught something, or you, you know, mm-hmm. could have, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying that hunting is easy by any means, but I'm saying, like, But uh, if you're this experienced traveler and stuff, mm-hmm. you should know how to survive along the then, way. Yeah, you you can't bring enough food for that travel. Right. You I mean, would, you can. You, you would rely on being able to hunt. Yeah, and like, correct. Like, correct. Ba- I think back in that day, mu- it was much more common knowledge to be able to correct. do that because yeah. that's how you. So they probably obtain food. Figured out that that's he was a fucking meat con man and mm-hmm. started attacking him, maybe, or maybe he There's knew that they were going to find some... out, and then he killed him off early on before they got a chance. Yeah. yeah. To starve, or There's before def- they got a chance to do any of that. Yeah, definitely some like mental issues there. Mm-hmm. If if it wasn't out of malice, he definitely oh well, he took advantage of the situation. Mm-hmm. Correct, yeah. and that also isn't a good thing. Yep. So Whether or not he ever did it again, there is at one point in his mind, if he again didn't attack these people, and if it was the other dude, and these other people had died, mm-hmm. he'd made the choice to stay there. And then sample and like, well, oh. well, if I'm already here, I might if as I'm already well try. here. I yeah. might as well just kind of take a bite from this <laughs> or scab well. from that and just kind of see how I like it or not. And then <laughs> yeah, decides to try it, ladies. <laughs> yeah, and then decides to come back or makes his way to civilization, and and what? And then and doesn't report like these people what happened. Mm-hmm. That's also like really he's suspicious. not like hysterical. He's not. Oh like, my god! I found yeah. Like, they is, tried to kill me, and then I had to kill them, and then I had to survive. Like <laughs> yeah. I had a shitty two I months. Think- I don't know, like, I feel uh, if I was in that situation, first of all, I know, for one, I'd be a goner. I know I'd I would be a starve. goner. <laughs> I'd be, I'm dead. I'm dead. I already know. Zombie apocalypse, I'm dead. I'm, I'm not even going to... prepared. I'm not, I'm yeah, I'm no, I'm not even going to pretend to know what to do. Over the head. Yeah. But... Oh, which one? In the event of <laughs> being in that situation, I feel like if that was my only option, or I felt like that was my only option, was to eat somebody... Uh, one, that's traumatizing. Yeah. Absolutely traumatizing. And then by the time I would find civilization, like, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know. I don't know, like, I, I would, 
I think now saying like, you know, you would go to a place and like, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of course, of eventually people find the bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's not, even if they wouldn't have found them just then, by the time spring came around, they would have found them. Snow melted. Yeah. Yeah, like any animal something. scavengers. Yeah. I mean, like something, something would have been found. Yeah. And I can't. I don't know. That's just fucking weird. Dude, that's super weird. I don't think it's good either way. I think it's bad karma, 100%. No Gouda. No Gouda. No Gouda. No Gouda. Well, well, I guess we'll have to leave it up to you guys. What do you think happened? Like, what would you do? Like, because it's definitely not like the Dahmer party or that was actually Mm -hmm. like, oh my no, I had to eat to survive. Like, that's different. Like, this guy's like, I will eat these people and, uh. But only because they try to. Now maybe. I'm just yeah, down as fuck getting fucking drunk. Yeah. Maybe that was, again, maybe he was getting fucking drunk as fuck because... He's trying to drown out those... Yep. Those yep. Memories. 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 All alone in the moonlight. Damn. <gasps> I was trying to serenade you guys on I too. I don't even Aren't know you what you guys were just singing. What? Mm-mm. Memories. All alone in the moonlight. You know, I bet that's how Kelly felt when we were... Talking about uh, on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was. It's a, it's That's your guys' faces when I said, I don't want to be a pat. I don't want gravy. And you're both <laughs> well, like, ooh. Well, so then, yeah, so we all got each other at least once today. Yeah, yes. we did. Boom. Bazinga. And that's all that matters. We got you. Oh. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, stay fresh. Cheese bags. Cheese. Cheese.